If I didn't care More than words can say If I didn't care Would I feel this way? If you didn't do anything We're... soon, I was going to drop the bass. <laughs> why would you? Welcome back once again to Fallout, the happiest place on Earth, which I've now said a total of twice on recording. <laughs> it's a thing that doesn't need to be said. You just have to know it, James. <laughs> well, I know it. The problem is it's hard to convey knowledge to people without saying it or writing it. But anyway, what session is this? Session 22. Forever. Session 22. We're getting up there, Or, guys. yes, otherwise known as Session Forever, followed by Session and Robin. Nope. And followed later by Session Begins. <laughs> so, when last we left off... The Dark Session. Alex and the rest of you um, went back to Alex's vault. Vault... 40-something? 30-something? Vault 32. Vault 32. Where uh, you made some decisions for a lot of entities... And nope. then you got a call. That, that we did. A call from the Enclave. And you're still receiving that call, actually, because we're going to we're gonna come back in the middle of that oh, call. Right. <laughs> I forgot but, that it ended. But an entity How on the... How could you forget? An entity on the other side of the, uh, of the call told you that he wanted your help going to the moon, the last bit of sovereign American territory. Because fuck the 1967 Space Treaty. They... Haven't been so great on treaties since, you know, international relationships ever since stopped. The, yeah, ever since the world burned in nuclear fire. <laughs> I mean, America burned in nuclear fire. Jury's still out on the rest of the world. It seems likely enough that most places have burned in nuclear fire. Yeah, probably. However, you've gotten no actual confirmation of this fact because international communication is almost permanently down. Yeah. With the ex- with the exception of certain radios broadcasting back to China. If we could get to if we get to Abrachibo, we might be able to hook into a satellite and try bouncing a signal somewhere. But we wouldn't be able to receive unless somebody else had like a powerful radio that could beam into space. What, what, was that movie science you just said or real science? That's that's real science. Abrachibo is like the I mean it's mostly a receiver, but that's how we com that's how we communicate with uh, deep space probes. So it'd probably be more than likely be able to connect to satellites, and it would be very hard to destroy because it is literally dug out of a crater. The 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 actual like the reflector part of the antenna is a crater. It's the craziest Ask your radio place. receivers. I'll take the overwhelmingly large telescope for my ridiculous uh, instruments any day. But right. So, let's just continue back from where we left off. Yes, exactly where we left off. Because what? Right. Um, I'll, I'll lead you into it. Now we plan to take back the last sovereign bit of American territory. The moon. Yeah. Yeah, want to take over the moon. Yep. All right. You, you want to what? Gonna take one of these rockets, get in it, run up to the moon. 
And you're going to use the Gek to make yep. Dune habitable. Sure am, Missy. Will that work? It'll take some work. Fire on clay scientists. A bunch of smart men. Vespa will uh will will mute her radio, look over at Chris and be like, I like this idea. Yeah, holy shit, I didn't think Yeah, wow. I yeah. I Except it's on I'm not a big fan of those guys. Yeah, but they're like gonna do something that isn't It's true. This is like a constructive thing. Which is new for them. What's the thing they say about like people in rehab, like encourage them to to be positive or so I don't remember the things. I can tell you're mulling over my offer, but I'm a busy man. Yeah, yeah, I, I understand. Is there any chance we can't get back to you? Alright, alright. You've got our frequencies. Alright, we'll be in touch. And uh the the radio goes dead without him ever actually giving you a name. We know how to find him. We need to talk to the guy that wants to go to the moon. Oh, him. <coughs> I say we go to the moon. Yeah, if they have a... If they have... If they have a plan, if we're not all going to go up there and just die. Right. There's no air there. I, I see what's with, what the gag is for. I... Yeah, I guess. Is Mordred there? Mm, I don't know. That's a good question. They say a lot of stuff about the dark side of the moon. I mean, if we were to do this, I'm sure that there's there's probably some things that you know we want to wrap up here on Earth. Yeah, so, and, uh, and like the, like, the and there's no there's no working rockets. Like they'd have to build one, and that takes I don't know years. It's that spaceship. Don't we trade to the uh, Brotherhood? I mean, maybe like they need to build like the the thing doesn't have. There's there's like a big fuel tank that goes on the side of it. They'd have to build that, and you know. But the Brotherhood was fuel, already repairing fuel. it because they were already wanting to go into space. And also, yeah, they'd have to make they'd have to make it like not full of holes. They'd have to make it functional. Like we're still looking at a time that they'd need to take to do it. So, I think the offer is going to be on the table for a bit, but. God damn. I know where to reach him. Yeah. And they got everything they want. Ain't gonna be reading anyone else no more. I mean, hopefully. Ideally. Yeah. I think that thing has... I think that place has everything they need to make, like, rocket fuel. Probably. Yeah, more than likely. All right. So I think we're in agreement if things are if some things are settled here. Mm. Um, I'm not certain it's wise to make such deals with sneak thieves and blackguards. I mean, he's right. It's true. We don't know what they're what they're going to do when they get the gag. Sounds like take it to the moon. Well, uh, yes, I know what they're going to do with the Gek. I don't mean... I mean what they're going to do with us. Into space? Yeah, or they might just kill all of us and go to space themselves, like... I mean... Admittedly, there's not much reason that they don't just kill all of us right now and take it, like, they're... Yeah, that, that. Like, I, I, I assume that if 
killing all of us as a priority, they would just be doing that as part of taking the GAC. I mean, I'm guessing killing us isn't the priority. Like, I, I, I am entirely certain that they just want the GAC and we're sort of inconsequential to their needs. Who knows? Maybe they'll deal. I, I doubt they'll deal, but maybe they'll deal. I guess the thing is, like... I gotta wonder. Trust in the Enclave, people get stabbed in the back doing that. Or stabbed from the front. They do a lot of stabbing. Like, a lot of stabbing. But again, they were doing that to... They're, they're doing that to, you know... I don't know... Manifest Destiny or whatever, right? They mean at the other place, like... They were rounding people up, but they weren't, like... Killing them like raiders would do. I'm also not sure why they wanted Liberty Omega uh, to retake the moon. Oh, um, there's something else up there. Right, we forgot to ask who else was up there. Who? Or what else? Wait, there's someone already on the moon? I don't. I don't know. Yeah, I don't know. I don't remember anything from anything I've read. I have way too much to think about to be dealing with this. But it's a thing from, like, science fiction books from, like, way earlier. Like, there are places ex- there are places expecting people to be on the moon, like, I don't know, like, 80 years ago. 100 years ago, maybe. Or, you know, 80 years before, kind of, points to the wasteland. Maybe someone's there. Or hell, I don't know. Maybe maybe there's actually like moon men and they just live in the dark places. Which means they'll they'll, they'll uh, commit to a conquest then. It's the Enclave. Still, just that... I know I shouldn't be trusting it, especially since they said it to us. They told us their plan. That's not, a, that's not like a thing they do. At least as far as I know. That's what just kind of hold, like holds her arms over... Over her, uh, over her chest and just leans back and was quiet and thought. Alright, well, we can contemplate on this forever, but all we have to work off is the fact that he said, we're going to go to the moon. I think we were, well, we were getting ready to do some other stuff. Shit, what were we doing before we got that call? I don't even remember. I believe we were loading up my robot family and friends. Right. Right, yeah. Let's, cause, yeah, because those guys, those guys are outside, right? The, the panhandlers, they're going to go live here, and we're going to go live on the moon? Uh, maybe. Anyway, yes, let's finish that up. We can discuss this occasionally. That's my nods. But we're not going to get anywhere just kind of speculating on a, on a sentence. A really fucking crazy sentence. I wonder what the others will think about that. <laughs> yeah, I wonder. Alright, well, uh, let's get back to loading, eh? Yeah. Ponder it amongst yourselves. Get some discussion topics, we'll bring it to the table. Alright. And so we do that thing. James? Hmm? Sorry, I thought you were talking to them. No, no, no. Alright, so you start heading out? Yeah, yeah. We're we're putting a pin in the moon discussion for now. Okay. All right. So, where are you heading next? 
Uh, we're gonna bring them back to the park. Yeah, we're gonna bring them back to Kismet, the robot family. Sure. Um, and the I think the 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 panhandlers are waiting outside. Ah, indeed they are. <laughs> I think Vespa or, or not Vespa. Alex already handed over them the code, the codes, and the right. Oh, right. They they started examining the place. Yeah, they started looking around. She like signed over the codes to uh, uh, names Quentin. Yes. Uh, she signed over the codes to Quentin, and uh, you know, like so he can register his own security entrance stuff. I think she had just asked for their help to move all of the robot uh, ro- robot parts out because you know it might take some time for just four people to do that as opposed to a yeah. lot of people. <laughs> There's a lot of parts. Move them into the trailer they brought. All right. Yeah. So you start uh, start moving all the people you can out of the uh, the vault. Well, all the robots. Yes. All the all of the Roberts. The synthetic humans. Yes. Their their exact state is a little bit in contention right now. Yes. Replicants. Anyway, yeah, you guys uh, pack everyone in easily, and the ones who can't get in the cart just walk alongside you in whatever state of uh, whatever state of mental acuity they have left after things went badly at the vault in the first place. Just one, just like Terminator crawling. <laughs> he opens his mouth and emits a high-pitched um, metallic whining. All right, we'll put you in the cart, Jesus. Thank you. <laughs> yeah, and you head on da- you head on back to Kismet. About one day into the journey, since it's a fair distance mm-hmm. to the park and back, uh, you meet a familiar face on the road who's walking back uh, towards the park with you. It's the survivalist. Still decked out in his uh, survival clothes. His beard's a little longer than last. You, when last you saw him, Vespa gives him a uh, a nod and a uh, small wave. He nods back. He's unusually chipper right now. He has a full smile crossing his face instead of the smirk, which is the extent of the positive emotion you've seen him give before. You're in a good mood. You bet I am. Making sure she's displaying her pin. <laughs> yes, yes, I'm the one that gave that to you. Uh, what's the good news? By my counts. He opens up a small notebook and flips through it. There's only three of us left. Huh. Better odds than most of us get. That's true. Apparently one of them's gone soft, so that one will be easy. Join the followers, I hear. Hmm. Pro- probably save him for last. You know... You know what? Never mind. Um. Uh. So where are you off to? Well, I was actually planning on heading down around Kismet. I mean, we could give you a ride, probably. You know that'd be that'd be real kind of you. He jumps up. He jumps up into the cart. Sits on the side of it. I uh, will say we can't permit you entry, though. Uh, Kismet is a no survivalists zone. I mean, I was the one who issued you that song. Oh, okay. I wasn't sure if you. I wasn't sure if you were a different one. Nah, no, no. He, he he said it was him. Oh, sorry, I missed that. 
Sorry, uh, uh, you guys all look alike. Ha, ha, ha. What do you mean, you guys? You know exactly what I mean when I say you guys. <laughs> yeah, he starts flipping back and forth through his uh, notebook. You see a great number of na- uh, a great number of locations crossed out. Presumably some because whoever's there is gone, and presumably some because they never held a survivalist in the first place. Uh, the way I figure it, there's the one in the followers, and one irritating one who fled out west, went native. I, w- I was going to say, I think, like, doesn't it get hard eventually? I mean, my understanding is that there's a lot of places in the world. Now, there's something I didn't show you guys. He uh, he pulls out a small handheld computer. Looks like it's made of Pip Boy parts. Opens it up. There there's what amounts to an electronic compass inside. Once you get down to a few, just to make things a little easier, everyone gets a compass that points to the nearest one. Uh, oh, right. okay. So, because otherwise, like, you'd be wandering around until you died of natural causes, probably, if somebody really wanted to hide. Right, which sort of defeats the point. Alex begins imagining what would happen if one of them decided to go to the moon. Either instant loser or big winner. (laughs) (laughs) Do you just... Is it possible to just be disqualified? I feel like that is a disqualification at that point. (laughs) (laughs) Once you die of natural causes, game's on. Yeah, haven't met up with the one that went west. But I think if I hang around Kismet for a while, the follower group that has me in it probably will come by. I guess there is that. Yeah. Sort of nudges you, Chris. A lot of followers come back around your way, huh? Well, we did kind of, you know, uh, bring out a message to them. We're looking for guys to help train people. Right. And who would be better at training, closes the computer and puts it away, than me? Well, a me. Yeah, one of yeah, one of you. Not not an actual me. You get my point. Yeah, yeah, he's actually a survivalism expert in their group. Yep. Is he like clued? Are they all clued into what the game is? Unless they got amnesia somehow. Because he seemed kind of confused when we mentioned another survivalist. Hmm. A lot of them play dumb. I used to, back when I wasn't me and was another person. That's fair. So anyway, what have you been up to? Um, I just kind of gave my home away to people who needed it. Ah, yeah. Bummer. That's okay, I got my friends out. She gestures to the (laughs) cart full of robot parts. They need a little bit of work, though. He looks over them, looks back. I have no right to say you keep strange company. It's okay, I get that. I I seem to generate that reaction a lot. He looks sort of concernedly south over the horizon. And you see something you haven't seen in a while. Oh? There's a rain rain cloud forming to the south. It's gonna rain. That happens? It's not pleasant, anyone who isn't, Alex. (laughs) <laughs> yeah, I was gonna. I was about to say Chris was gonna. Chris was going to start analyzing it to see how acidic this rain is. Yeah, it's it's almost universally acidic, universally partially radioactive. 
it just picks up all the nastiness that's on the ground and deposits it from the sky. Yeah, it does rain. It's always bad. We're going to yeah. want to get, we'll get to park as soon as possible. Survivalist reaches into his satchel and pulls out a surgical mask, puts it over his nose and mouth. Not a bad call. Chris hands out respirators to everybody. Yeah, that's what takes one. And she, uh, thank you. Makes. <laughs> yes. It just sits there on top of his face mask, askew, barely fitting around his giant head. Yes. It just sort of dangles, sliding around his face because there's no actual mouth shape to catch it. Right, yeah. You go, Lanzo. You go. A cool wind blows across your carts, carrying with it the smell of dust and rust and decay. So why is the rain bad? Mm. The, uh, well, imagine everything that's on the ground and in the water normally. And then have that go back up into the sky and just drop on you. Yeah, there's always a uh, there's always going to be kind of a belt of radioactive particles going in the atmosphere. People are saying, from what I read, it could last I don't know, could last another century, could last a thousand years, could last forever. And anytime anytime condensation picks up, it's going to kind of drag some of those particles out of the sky and bring them back down with it. Um, it's we'll, like the one thing the uh, the gek won't fix. We'll, we'll we'll get back before it, it hits, right? Maybe. Um, we could try and so we can try and cover up the wagon here. Or I can try and find something to some place to hunker down. Yeah, actually. yeah. Uh, Alex, you got anything? Do you got anything on your pip boy there? Uh, let me pull up my map. All right, you open your map. And... <laughs> if she has a map, given her propensity for getting horribly, horribly lost. <laughs> I mean, she has uh, a map. You... She just doesn't use it. Yeah, you, you've been a uh... map. This has a map. <laughs> you've, been do- you've been doofing around the wasteland well enough. You filled in a good chunk of the of the uh, southeastern area. Um, they don't. It seems like the safest haven for you is actually probably Kismet Park. There's a couple of lean tos and. Uh, and outcroppings here and there, but wherever you go, water's going to be pouring in on you. It's just sort of the nature of uh, the southeast. Pretty much everything has holes in it I, from I the water that comes around. I, I, I don't think there's going to be anything between here and the park. All right, well, closer. let's pick up the pace, eh? Yep. Okay. The, the horizon in front of you lights up. Oh. Oh, boy. Great. It'll be a thunderstorm. And you can just barely see the uh, top of the tower of Kismet Park over the horizon. Okay, uh, gotta cover the wagon, gotta cover the wagon. Survivalist uh, reaches into his pouch, pops open a small pill packet, eats what's the, eats the contents. <sighs> yeah, that might be... Uh, Chris kind of roots through his bag for any extra Radex. I'm guessing he's got some since, you know... Yeah, you probably got a little bit. Yeah. Vespa's got some right X, too. Yeah. Pop him if you got him. Yep. Um, Alex. To... Hmm? Take this. Mm, she makes a face. Yeah, I don't got a face of me. Take it. For you, I'm good. What is it? Right X. I want to make a joke, but it would be horribly anachronistic. 
Instead, she's just like, well, I don't know if she's ever needed it before. Nah, she's probably you've, familiar if, with if it. If you've been traveling around the waste with us, you've probably needed it eventually. Yeah, and she probably, in her background, there's at least one of her adventures that she almost certainly needed some for, so. Alright, like, Vespa, oh, we're not we're not going to beat the storm out there. Uh, slow it down, and I can try and drag a tarp over the trailer. We can probably weather the storm a lot better than these half-constructed robots can. Yeah, that'll be a crafts check. Okay. Yeah, Alex, oh yeah. Alex will maybe is maybe eager to take care of that. <laughs> Just I don't know me. why I pulled up that roller. I've got physical dice. Yeah. Yeah. Radical. And Chris, you can make a medicine check to make sure everyone is popularly, properly inoculated versus radiana- radiation. Yes. Radiation. What are, okay. what, are, what are we rolling normally, then, by the way? Uh, what do you mean? Nothing yet. Oh. Alex is making a crafts check to cover the wagon. Oh, okay, okay. Yeah, just normal preparations. When you actually hit the storm, there might be a physique check involved. All right, I got a plus three. Plus three. I can I make okay. like a uh, survival roll to uh, prep yeah. preparations here? Yeah, sure. Take the preparations. It does. This actually does seem like used for survival, doesn't it? Prepare yep. for a storm. I only have survival at plus one. Plus one, eh? <laughs> all right. So between the between the lot of you, you managed to get a pretty basic tarp over top of the uh, over top of the wagon. Oh, I got uh, here. Oh Jesus! <laughs> yeah, shit. no, I actually finally rolled really good after last session where I was rolling shit constantly. Right, you got this tarp on lockdown. Yeah, no, you got the duct tape and the clamps and everything. We've turned this into an actual covered wagon. <laughs> she just welded a roof on some scrap metal, welded a roof onto it. Yeah, like uh, pretty much every drop that's gonna land on it is going to, at the very least, miss the uh, robot people. Survival, the survivalist even looks impressed. And uh, Vespa, you managed to uh, shore up a few spots that hadn't been properly waterproofed with uh, your, your various junk and gear. All of these things will help. All right, so we need to cock the wagon and float it, right? Yeah, yeah, just ford the river. It always works out. Every time. Every damn time. And soon the... Uh, the wind takes a chill to it as it blows through the front of your wagon. And you start feeling rain dripping on top of the wagon. Chris zips up his Chris zips up his jacket and pulls his hood over his head. First a faint tapping of water on metal. Every once in a while it's dripping near you, maybe not on you directly. Then the rain gets a little harder. Harder still. Are we getting to, like, Captain Dan levels of rain? Or Lieutenant nothing Dan? That, nothing that bad, but think the level of rain that starts sending water going through streams and parking lots. Oh, okay. It's raining pretty fiercely, but nothing that's actually going to threaten damage to your vehicle or anything. Right, yeah, it's just kind of pooling in the parched landscape. Right. I guess it's more, yeah. we're not back to the swamps yet, so... Yeah, you start seeing the uh, the water getting sucked into the arid land like a sponge. And the entire landscape is taking on this sort of sickly greenish hue. 
We should probably keep we should probably keep going ahead before the weight bogs us down. Uh, let's see. Alright, everyone make me a physique check. Okay. Take a plus two, everyone, for the combined efforts of uh of Chris and Zespa and Alex. Joke. Plus four, plus three. Plus three. And Zach it stepped away yeah. for a second. Yeah, I did. I only got a plus five. All right. World neutral. Actually, this might actually affect Lanzo because it's like. Yeah. It's there's there's it's mildly rust. it's mildly corrosive. Yeah. And I'll wait for uh, Zach to run back. It's okay. Lanzo's built solid state. Made by made proudly in Detroit. Yeah, I'm disappointed there was not a Fallout game that took place around Detroit and that they did not call the place Detroitus. <laughs> that would be great. I mean, to be fair, post-apocalyptic Detroit is basically just Detroit. That's also true. Yeah, but you get to apply it like a weird... actually get worse. You get to apply like a weird Mad Max name to it. I don't know, probably something like The Cartoon. <laughs> That's not so much a cartoon... Good thing I'm on break right now because there's like two or three ambulances that are gearing up to get past my house. Hey, Zach. Roll me a physique check with a plus two. Yay, plus two. Oh, right, with plus two. Sorry, that was plus seven then. Uh, with a plus two, that is a six. All right. Everyone take a physical stress to your five minus your result box. And I assume if that would put you in the negative, that's no physical stress? No, Lance, how you take a stress to your negative two? Yes, it's no physical stress. <laughs> <laughs> Just wanted to double check. Like, I didn't know if this was like a minimum one thing. It gives me extra hit points. <laughs> you gain stress boxes. <laughs> Alright, so, those of you who, um, you know, the evidence is just stacking up that Alex is actually a robot. (laughs) (laughs) There was already plenty of evidence, like, stacked up. Like, it's been hundreds of years, and there's this 17-year-old girl who's living alone. (laughs) Ah, secrets. She'll, I mean, she's never suffered more than a flesh wound, I will say. Yeah, and uh, anyone who makes less than five, um, despite the best efforts of you and those around you, and decidedly you're doing better than any commoner would out in the field, the rain is starting to get to you a little bit. The wind is sort of chilling you to the bone. You start feeling radiation shakes, and you develop a little bit of a cough. Oh, cool. Now my, my actual cough can be in character. Sweet. Yeah, the rain is pouring down. Still nothing damaging, but somewhat hazardous to life and limb in long-term exposure. When you get to the gates of Kismet Park, I forget, do you ever install, like, a garage door opener for that thing? We mostly just radio somebody in, and they kind of, like, wheel it open. Sure thing. Um, we have had... I'm guessing the radios might be kind of fucked right now, though, what with all of the radi- irradiated rain. Right, the rain is sort of throwing around a lot of, uh... 
heavy metals. Uh, Chris the, probably uh, has Chris probably has like an Aldous lamp that he signals them with. Okay, you're gonna you're gonna flash a lantern at them. Yeah. All right. Fair enough. We we can yeah, we, if you yeah I imagine the, he's the, trained the, in the vehicle. What the fuck also, is this nerd doing? The vehicle also <laughs> probably has working lights. Just just gonna say. Yeah, yeah, we could also do it with that. But you've seen a fair amount of... Well, not you haven't, but the rest of you have seen a fair amount of vehicles where the headlights are just flashing anyway. <laughs> yeah, fair. So yeah, he'll start sending out a Morse code message saying that, you know... He gives the he gives a Morse code handshake. Yeah. And uh, you see, after a somewhat longer time than usual, the lights flicker on in the top in the like middle top floors of Kismet Tower. And in about a minute and a half, the doors open by the mechanism that they normally open by. Mm-hmm. And um, and the person who opened the door, one of the one of the mechanics that worked with Lucas, just starts sprinting back to the tower. That's, he has an umbrella, but he's sprinting. That's fair. Yeah. We'll come back in and slam you know wheel the doors shut before or Chris will wheel the doors shut and then all other people are parking. All right. You, uh, to to help with the doors and cost a couple times. Yeah. He's not doing so hot either. Okay. So the wind blows across Kismet park, but the walls provide you a little bit of respite from the buffeting cold that comes with it. And you see in the middle of the courtyard, a body, dressed in the commoner clothes of the Kismet vaults. Ah, shit. Uh, Chris will... Alright, alright, we gotta get him. Get him inside. Yep, yep, on it. He has no head. Oh, okay. Less of a rush on that, I suppose. So this is at this point that everyone can make me an alertness test. Or notice. Notice, yes. Alertness is a check. (laughs) Make me a perception roll. Man, I'm not rolling great tonight. Plus two is still fine. A bird is fine, too. No. Uh, is it alertness? Yes. Or notice. 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 There we go. Okay. I don't even remember what game alertness is from. It's from a number of games. Um, plus three. Lance, got a minus one. What have you got, Alex? Uh, for... For notice. Notice. Or alertness. Yeah. Uh, plus three for notice. Plus three. All right, everyone who beats two, well, including people who match two, Matt, mm-hmm. you see across the courtyard the familiar faces of uh, Killerella and Supercrime, both holding assault rifles, speaking inaudibly at the uh, somewhat cowering peasant folk. Son of a bitch, really. Missy. They're standing under the forward-facing awning that contains the huge double doors. The doors to Kismet Vault, the Kismet Tower are open. Uh, so wait, are they in front of Kismet Tower or Kismet Vault? In front of Kismet Tower. Okay. Um, All right. what the hell did you guys do? That's what says while uh, marching up. Yeah. Who are those people? What? I said, the hell did you do? We didn't do anything. We're just trying to bring this place to order. Well, what happens? Nothing. 
Joshua went insane. What do you mean he went insane? That guy died, he points into the courtyard. And Joshua runs off into the vault saying that he needs to protect the royal body. How did he die? What guy died? That guy. That guy. The one without without a head sitting there. The guy without a what? Sorry, I was sort of, I had something distracting me for a bit. There's a guy without a head? Yes. Yes, in the middle of the courtyard. Do do we recognize him? He's in commoner clothes from Kidnapped. Okay, it's a little difficult because he doesn't have a head. Fair. Yeah, you recognize the outfit. Okay. Yeah, he's, he's not. Yeah, he's one of the. Basically, I was asking: guys. Is this an a- named NPC we've encountered before? And the answer is no. It is not. Didn't yes. check his wallet. Super crime is just hobbling back and forth from one side of the door to the other. His knees are still not fantastic. What did we do to his knees? Uh, I don't really hard. He got sword? firmly boffed. <laughs> <laughs> that's right also funnily enough Alex has no idea who these two people are I don't think she ever actually yes. met them oh yeah right I think she was actually like in the she was busy dealing with the juicer the entire time yeah and uh <laughs> yeah uh super crime just looks over ah the knight and the salamancer finally someone here who can talk some sense Yes, exactly. By my great salt magic, I declare all of you should get inside. Get get out of here. This is a ma- the, what is coming from the sky is a magic that none of you should be involved in. Uh, super crime and looks to Killerella. Killerella looks back at super crime. Look, we understand that he's dead. Yes, no, I understand I get that. I know, I know he's dead. I'm saying, he's, I know, he's I talking about I'm talking, I'm talking rain. about talking about Wait, the rain. Does Wait, does the rain decapitate people? No. No, it's not knife rain. I don't think that exists. Okay. Well, I mean, I know not knives, but, like, you know, if it was knives, I really wouldn't be concerned about all the metal parts. No, you, yes, cannot be deca- you, you, you cannot be decapitated by a wave of radiation. Okay. No, no matter what stories people tell you. It also does not turn you, you into it also does not turn you into a demon that can shoot lightning out of your hands. I mean, or make you good at storytelling, or make you a better housewife. Survivalist just sort of appears in. Well, yeah, you're right. <laughs> gonna, I'm really thoroughly okay. I'm just gonna get these guys inside. Yeah, you get you get them inside, and you you lot go inside. Why don't you go sort them out? Well, Lan- Lanso and I can go talk to Joshua. Yeah, that's fine. We'll call you in if we need more help. Which one's Joshua? Wasn't he the scientist guy that went crazy? He's, if the no, he's alarms the happened? king, he's of, the king the of the juice. He's, he's Joshua. Oh, he's the king of the juice. Yeah. Right. He's the king, <laughs> just in case you forgot. He um, is the king. Super crime looks at the commoners and points inside. All right, get in. And they all start cowering and, and walking inside. There's something you probably want to take care of first. Yeah. He pulls. He he reaches into his pocket and pulls out a small doll of a woman in black with a knife through the stomach. This was on the door. Well, um, <sighs> it's those guys, and they got up here fast. Um, what guys? Hmm. Which guys? Is that a doll of you? What What was the name of those guys? I can't remember now. 
I didn't write them down. Oh, you you think it's the? Uh, I believe Matt Matt believes this to be the. Uh, oh, he believes it's the uh, the Barons. The Barons. Yeah, the Barons. Yes. I, for some reason, I wanted to call Just them the Marquis. Um, I didn't think the Barons could be up Despa here. That's what just snatched out of the, uh, out of his hand. Uh, Killer Rose, uh, uh, Supercross hand. Uh, making a notice or investigation check. Is it investigation? Is that the name of it? Investigation. Yes. Yeah, there's that's okay. that's both of them. Plus three. Plus three. All right. You recognize this kind of knife. You haven't seen it since you were back out west. She kind of stares at it, like holding this doll, holding the knife. It's very quiet. Did you? Is uh, it called a Latin word for knife? Did you? Did you want the note that came with it? Yeah, I did. Okay. Meanwhile, Killerella goes back and lightly goes back into the castle and lightly shoves one of the uh, park people, who dramatically yells in pain. Yeah, and Supercrime hands you a small uh, a small letter sealed with a wax seal. She recognized the uh, the seal. Um. Yes, you do. It was a seal that you saw. On the day that everything went wrong, well, three days before, on a letter asking for unconditional surrender, it's the um, it's the image of a hawk. NCR or Legion. Legion. She, her eyes darken, and she'll open it. It says, "Come up alone, and we'll finish this," and it's simply signed Aquila. Does it have a, a place and time? Um, it does not. But give me a guns check. Plus six. Plus six. You recognize that uh, the shot that got pulled off on the person in the courtyard was from a highly elevated position, almost completely vertical. She looks up. Gives me a tower. You like back up so you can get a better look at it. Yeah, and um, you see yet another familiar sight on top of Kismet Tower on a small platform that you didn't actually realize was there um, near the uh, near the radio tower. There's a man in armor being illuminated by the lightning behind him, a large rifle in his hand, wearing a helmet with the wings of a hawk coming off of it. She just back inside. I guess I'll take care. Of. Um, okay. Checks her, uh, checks her, checks her pistols, and begins uh, storming up. Uh, do you need help with that? No. Where are you going? She does not reply. She just begins. She's heading upstairs, basically. All right. You get up to the upstairs, and as you enter the elevator, you notice that uh, the top panel of the elevator is missing, pried off by some sort of weapon or another. And you can see distantly up through the elevator shaft a ladder winding up. Rain is starting to fleck onto your skin, falling all the way from the top of the tower to the bottom where you are. Yeah, she'll uh, she'll come up, come to the top of the elevator, and then uh, start up the stairs or the, the ladder. Other. All right. Make me is endurance a skill or is it just physique? Uh, I, I think, think there's an. I think, let me see. I thought there was an endurance. There's athletics. Oh yeah, yeah, that's the one. Or physical action thing. 
Yeah, athletics is probably closer than physique. Just to keep climbing and climbing and climbing and climbing and climbing. Okay. Uh, so minus one. Also, she did. Also, she did toss the letter away, and Chris probably recognizes the seal on it. So, is there anything you'd like to tell the audience about what happened that day? Let's have a flashback as you climb. Okay. When Vespera was a kid, a little girl, uh, she was a messenger. Uh, she she was a messenger. Uh, in the area called uh, New Habashu in Arizona, the Arizona Wastes, another uh, uh, Lake Habashu city. Um, it was right on the Colorado River. Um, the the side of the Colorado River from them, they started seeing NCR, just kind of building their forces up. And Vespa, a bright-eyed kid she was, was the only person really that was actually getting any word to any word about this to and from. There were no radios in, in Lake Havasu City. Uh, it was all any uh, messaging happened from uh, via uh, a male girl like her. She had she had this bright idea uh, after she happened to meet a certain man and his legion that these people helped them help protect them from the uh, the forces building up across the river. So, she pulled her clout, being the one that delivers the messages, got people together, got people to surrender to the Legion, believing it was better than the NCR. Alright. She's been a demon of the waste ever since. Or at least that's how her reputation goes. Right. And the worst commander you'd ever met in person. He called himself Aquila. And he wore a metal helmet with eagle wings coming off of it that covered his face. Aquila meaning in Latin, the hawk. Or the eagle. The big ass bird. Right. He was a sharpshooter and he was a fighter. And he was one of uh, one of Kaisar's trusted generals. Vespa had family and friends in Lake Havasu City. Last she heard, they're enslaved. Because of her, because of Aquila. Alright. So, a little bit of back and forth has been going on in the uh, chat here. What's your plan, Alex? Uh, notice that Vespa's acting weird and mostly go after her. And I don't know, would she... She was close enough to catch at least the something about like what outsiders noticed about what happened. Like, actually, yeah, I guess if she, I guess she probably picked up the note and looked at it at some point. All right. You hear what I She's told ten. told Nate earlier? Uh, which was again? Sorry. Which was uh, come up here and we'll finish this, Aquila. Yeah, there's a dead guy out there, and she gets the impression this is bad. She's going to fix the elevator, assuming it's broken. If it's not broken, the guy just snuck up because it's closer than no need, I guess. So the peculiar thing is the the elevator console is bashed in. Just It almost seems a spiteful move on Aquila's part. But uh, there's no actual button 
for where he is. There's there's no button that goes higher than the uh, the Kismet command zone. Oh, and he's even higher up than that, huh? Yes, he is. He is past the habitable part of the tower. He's 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 literally on top of the tower. Yeah. So, uh, Chris, you rolled well enough that you noticed that. Uh, you noticed <laughs> you that. You probably uh, noticed Alex is gone yeah. a little bit. Alex is missing, but you don't know where she went. Uh, um. Any you guys seen a? Uh, any you guys seen Alex around? He'll go in on the. Massa looks around. He'll go in on the on the walkies. Uh, hey Alex, where are you at? So. Uh, What's your twenty? Wouldn't be the. Uh, wouldn't be the first time she's climbed a tall tower. Uh, let's hope the descent goes better than that one did. Uh. I assume she got the distinct impression that that people did not want her to go. Yeah, you you were pretty. I, I imagine you wouldn't have snuck if you thought that people would be completely okay with you going. Well, yes, I assume that's why she snuck is that she noticed she noticed the like there was a distinct impression yeah. of Vespa not want. Did Vespa actually tell anyone not? Well, to the note said her, come or? alone. Yeah, the note yeah. the, the note yeah. said come alone, and uh, when. When uh, Chris asked if Vespa needed help, she she, she very pointedly uh, said no. And speaking of, we're going to cut back to Vespa real quick. As you climb, the water starts dripping down your hands, making it hard to hold on. Make me one more athletics test. Plus one. Plus one. All right. So fill up your first dress box. As uh, as you look up, the rain starts filtering past whatever goggles you might have on and starts dripping in past your eyes. And roll me a notice check. And and Alex, roll me a sneak check. Sure. Well, that was not as good a sneak check. Plus, plus three for sneak. <laughs> All right. That's why you're completely focused on clambering your way up this ladder. And Alex, you are just barely making small squeaking noises with every footfall against the ladder. Lanso, Chris, mm-hmm. an eerie silence falls over the lobby that's punctuated by the sound of stone grinding on metal, almost like someone is sharpening something. Where? All around you. Uh, hmm... I'm going to try and figure out where that sound's coming from, and if it's not the tower collapsing. Uh, Sounds a good idea. Right. Chris has right, not been I'm, around I... enough tall buildings in his life that he to know what the sound of, uh, a, of a steel building falling over is. Luckily, it is nothing. It's nothing like that. Unluckily, it is something else entirely. As you begin to look around for evidence of the foundation falling, which you actually see none of, across the hallway, several across the hallways and staircases, several doors open, some just into closets, some into maintenance passageways. Oh. And men and men in armor with uh, with modified motorcycle helmets and black sunglasses walk out, covered in red scarves and images of a bull. Uh, They're carrying machetes mostly. It's all right, Chris. Uh, 
pulls out his shotgun. All right. State your purpose, interlopers. You are you're trespassing on the Kismet. You're, you're, you're trespassing Sorry. on the Kismet Protectorate. Uh, please stop right now. Drop your weapons, and you will be allowed to leave without harm. We are claiming this territory in the name of Kaisar. My ass, you are. Chick, chick. Uh oh. Lanso goes into full on. Wait, Arthur f- said, "Fuck those guys." Mode. <laughs> Arthur said, "Knock you out." <laughs> yeah, I was about to fucking say that. <laughs> So someone should get on the walkie and mention this, because guess what's on the way up the tower? Friends. Always friends. The control room. Guess who's the one with all of the tapes? Yeah, no, that's fair. Chris is probably going to call up. Chris is probably going to sound the the metaphorical alarm bell. No wonder Luthor, uh, Robo Luthor hated so much. He had all these hate tapes. (laughs) What? (laughs) It's one of the dumbest uh, 1950s Superboy plots. <laughs> Don't worry about it. Yeah, and uh, they all start leaping over the banisters, running down the stairs, and you can see there's about 12 of them. Yeah, Chris is going to make a call to arms as he uh, levels his weapon. Um, all right. Yeah. What does this call to arms uh, imply? Uh, basically, uh, it's uh, it's our... All, all ready, all ready, and uh, are all able and readied. Uh, what is it? Able and well-bodied uh, individuals who have constricted themselves to the malicious service take arms and meet at Kismet Tower. There are invaders. Okay. The call goes out. You're not sure how well it travels in this sort of in this sort of storm. Right. Son of a bitch. But you actually give me a notice. Give me a give me a report check. Okay. Uh, not you. Uh, give me a report check. I actually have um, that at two. <laughs> Vespa and Alex. Vespa, you take it at a minus one to figure out what's being said on the radio. Okay. Um, is it being... Hmm. You hear a garbled voice on the radio, and you're trying to piece it together. Report check for that, huh? Yeah. Okay. I'm just knowing people. Here's a, here's a question, because this is the, a weird edge case. Yeah, it's not dealing with robots, but it's dealing with machines. Would she still use her crafts for to? Sure, why not? <laughs> to to de garble it. Go for it. Okay. She straps uh, on her patented de garbler. Plus four, then. Okay. Now here's a question. You need to crank up the volume a little bit, and Vespa might hear that if you do. Are you willing to uh, turn it on? Does it sound? I mean, I'm assuming that she does. She at least get is she getting like some kind of tone of urgency? Sure, but it could be the same tone of urgency of anyone stuck out in this thunderstorm. Yeah, she'll risk it. All right, Vespa, you can give me a notice check. Meanwhile, um, Vespa, you you recognize this? You recognize this um, message from the little bits and pieces you get of it. You help make this call to arms. And uh, you know basically every word of it. Chris is calling a call to arms on the first floor. Son of a bitch. You also hear that same call to arms come from below you, being passed through a de-garbling machine lower in the elevator shaft. She stops where she's climbing as she looks down. 
you see uh you see Alex halfway up the uh ladder behind you. What are you doing, kid? Um <laughs> I assume that's shouted instead of <laughs> since you know they're in a rainy <laughs> What are you doing, kid? Oh, Why? She just says it like she just can't hear. <laughs> what are you doing, kid? Oh, um me I'm uh well, now I'm going to the control room. Good. Keep that. Okay. Uh, you gonna be okay? She she says nothing. And keep climbing. That's not reassuring. Mm. All right. Let me grab something approaching a pen. Here we go. All right. So, Lanso, Chris, give me your notice orders. Okie doke. Or your notice score. Do we... Okay, I was about to ask if we roll or not. It's been a while since you've done combat. This is sure a... uh, These final sessions are definitely a farther cry from the first game where everybody got zero. All right, Chris, you got a three? Three. Lance up? Actually, I think think Alex had some. Always zero. Yeah. Alex had one at the beginning. She went before everybody else. Um... (laughs) Sure, you're basically part of this combat down here, Alex. Oh, no, I, what's I your, mean, what's I, think, your notice? I think Zach was talking about in the early games. Oh yeah, sorry. Oh, yeah, I was, I was talking, I was about talking that. to myself. Oh yeah, if you want my notice, it's uh, it is two. Two. Okay. Alex in a few turns, two. she'll kind of be part of it. If you want me to proxy, yeah, the, her, her goal is to. Yeah, her goal is to yeah. get to the tapes and summon, the, get the robots, uh, get the. Uh, mascots uh, defending the park if there is okay. intruders. It's going to be two turns of safe roll-less climbing or one turn of risky climbing. I got we'll, athletics at plus three. But we'll get to you in a second. Alright. The Legion, having taken you guys by surprise, starts sprinting in and in moments because they seem to be somewhat experts in melee versus gun combat... They, they rush down, taking your uh, warning shots of shotgun pellets and glancing them off of their armor. And they rush you guys. Make defense rolls, both of you. What is a defense roll? Is that athletics? Um, it is whatever you choose to block with. It can be athletics to dodge. It can be uh, fight in Lanzo's case. Yeah, Chris has zero in fight, so we're going we're gonna to dip, duck, dive, and dodge. All right. See, um, we can use fate points after rolling. Still, I believe so. Okay. To re-roll, yeah. To re-roll. Okay. You can do plus two ahead of time or re-roll after. Okay. I I keep getting this one mixed up with strange fate, where you can do the plus two whenever. Yeah, it's they they changed it over the various editions. Oh, holy shit! Okay. And Lanceo, you can roll me your fight check. <laughs> plus four. Okay. So they start swinging their machetes at you. Machete. Machete. And Chris, you start pulling this acrobatic bullshit. You start dipping below machetes that start whipping off like strands of your hair and having them fall down in front of you. You jump over at a shot that nearly hamstrings you. And you lurch forward when someone's about to stab their machete in your side and it passes along the back of your of the cloth of your shirt. Right. Lanso, you're taking your sword and shield to them. You you 
are familiar with this sort of uh, of fighting, if not from your historical programming, then from, you know, those times when they let all the kids have boffer swords and mob you. But one of them pulls a clever move you don't expect, and he manages to gash the front of your armor a little bit. Take uh, stress to your one. All right, Chris, you're up. Okay. Uh, how many dudes are swarming us? Twelve. Okay. Fun. Um, yeah, we're in a little close for me to do the other thing I was planning on. Um, so, yeah. Uh, fortunately, we're in good range for a shotgun. Chris is going to... Uh, uh, yeah, he's going to re- make them regret bringing a bunch of knives to a gunfight. Do you think the audience knows enough about the Legion? Uh, <laughs> they, they will in time. Sure. Probably. They don't really need to know a lot about the Legion. <laughs> yeah. Really, the important bit is that they're attacking us. The important bit yeah. is that there are a bunch of dudes that are, yeah, that are swarming us, and there's a big dude on top. Right. Sure thing. Yeah, make your attack roll. All right. They're a bunch of shitty LARPers. Audience, if they're better LARPers than the actual shitty LARPers that live in our place. Audience, if you are curious about these people, allow me to assure you that their current behavior is not out of character for them. (laughs) Anyway, I'm going to spend a fate point to invoke, be prepared to have loaded my shotgun with slugs, uh, and re-roll that minus three. You got it, bro. <laughs> there we go. That's a solid, that's a market improvement. Probably not market enough, but we'll see. Got a plus three on shooting. All right. With your plus three, you manage to uh, kick one of them forward. You're getting fed up with them slashing at you like a bunch of assholes. Yeah. <laughs> you balance the shotgun on him, and he sort of pushes his chest plate out as if to uh, take the shot, and the slug just pierces his abdomen. It pushes him backwards, and a spray of blood comes out the front of his armor, but he catches himself before falling down, hands grasping lightly around his machete, and he runs back into the fray. Okay. Holy shit, alright. That's the Legion for you. Yeah, no, fair. <laughs> Don't you remember those Legion assassins in New Vegas that required 400 headshots to take Yeah, down? no, I remember I emptied an assault rifle around, and I, I emptied an assault rifle magazine into a guy's face, and it did less than an eighth of his health. <laughs> Fuck those guys. I installed the headshot mod because of them. <laughs> All right, Alex, you're up. Uh, the, uh, the ladder in front of you is getting more and more wet, but you can see a bit above you the door into the control room. Yep. Uh, we're going to scramble. All right, make me an athletics test. Will do. It's not going to be an easy one, I'll just tell you right now. Fair. Uh, I will... You know what? I will spend a fate point to tag Willful Wanderer of the Wastes, as okay. uh, this is not unlike the urgency with which she climbed the Tower of Zap. Hmm, completely reasonable. Oh, uh, so with all that combined, that will be a plus seven. Plus seven does it. All right. You start skipping rungs, pulling yourself up. Your hand slides off at one point, but you just use it to turn yourself around to face the uh, 
face the door in. The, the, uh, it's just, just wide enough that by just making a leap of faith forward, you can manage to press the button and roll inside as the door opens quickly for you. You're in the control tower. She is going to rush over to uh, where the tapes go in. All right, and your action there will be taken on your next turn. Okay. Lanzo, you're up. Whoops. Let me actually write down your notice. I wrote down Lance O, and I thought I'd already written down down the zero because of the O. (laughs) Anyway, what's up, Lance O? That guy there, I'm going to put him through that guy there. Oh, Jesus. Are either of that are either of those guys there the uh, shotgun guy, or are you taking on your own folk? I'll take on my own folk. Okay, go um, for it. Make a dude kebab. <laughs> make a dude. You know smoothie. what? Fuck it. I'll spend a fate point. This sounds this sounds worthy. Uh, I am intending to do battle with the giants. I forget. Did you take the Did you take the stunt that for Excalibur? Yes. So I can increase the consequences severely. Oh right, that's the one. Once per encounter. Uh, so that's okay. Wow, uh, that's gonna be plus nine. <laughs> All right. So you're finding difficulty finding purchase with your blade. So you manage to reach down, set your blade aside for a moment, grab someone by the leg, pick him up, and crack his head like a whip against the armor of another legionnaire. You have slain a legionnaire. <laughs> And upset another one. Upset him greatly. <laughs> Speaking of, the uh, the Legion's turn. Both of you guys make a defense roll. Yeah. Let's go to the correct roller, eh? Okay, wow. Yep, that was, that was my one good roll for the night. I'm rolling super good on defense, at least. Yeah. And once again, both luck and talent preserve you. As uh, Matt, you, well, Chris, you start pushing your way out of the newly defensive legionnaires around you. Mm-hmm. They start spinning around you, chopping at you, but you manage to avert all but the most glancing of blows and only do superficial damage. You are undamaged. Lanzo, they manage to take advantage of an opening you didn't expect, and... Um, one of them jabs you in the side, sort of widening the wound the other made in your armor. You take a hit to your two. No, good, okay. Chris, what you got? Okay, so this is using another aspect. This is using the same aspect again, but I have a plan. So there's a bunch of dudes surrounding me now and yeah. Lanzo separately. Yeah, they're, they're sort of trying to separate you by pushing between the two of you. All right, so Chris has been Chris has been maneuvering around um, what's in what seems like a in what seems like a well just a chaotic mess as he's trying to defend and these dudes are kind of going around him. Um, but what they yeah. don't realize uh, what they don't realize is that he's been leading them to a uh, to a particular section of the floor that has a that has a loose tile underneath it. And Can once make he them slip on a loose flagstone. No, no, no. Once he's to the area with the loose tile, he uh, once he's to the area with the loose tile, and he's got a moment to breathe. He uh, holds his shotgun above his head, uh, slams it down on the tile, breaking it open, uh, which trips a wire that releases a bouncing Betty, 
and I am going oh. to invoke Be Prepared to use explosives. Boom. Hmm. Sure. Yeah, I'll take that. Yeah, I'll take your fate point. Make me an explosives engineer roll. Okay. How do you propose to not get yourself hit with this? Um, let's see. I could burn you another... You don't is a fair answer. Huh? <laughs> you don't is a fair answer. Uh, it, it, yeah, that, well, so the idea, so the idea is that, uh, is that this is one where the concussive force is what's going to come down and all the shrapnel is going to go out. So it's just going to spring up past them? Yeah, because he's going to, he's, the thing is, he's crouched down at this point and putting his head down. All right. So and they're all currently, fair to take a, they're all currently. Do you think it'd be fair to take a stress off this? That, that would be fair. Yeah. He's going to, he's going to be injured, but less injured than the rest of them. Okay. Yep, make the explosive engineer as an attack. Okay, uh, I got a plus five. Plus five, well done. All right, they are not nearly as decimated as you hoped. That's more their thing than yours. <laughs> but uh, but this, uh, I suppose it'd be fair to call it a uh, an upwardly propelled fragmentation grenade. Basically, Shoots. yeah, it's it's launched on yeah, it's launched on like a spring mechanism. Right. Shoots up past them and showers them in shrapnel, most of which is caught by their armor, but you see a fine mist of blood shoot into the air above them. You catch a bit of the concussive force, though, and your ears ring as you take a point of stress. Yeah, he's probably knocked down to the floor. <laughs> Lanso, there is an incredibly loud noise nearby, but you are otherwise unharmed. A little bit of the shrapnel plinks off the top of your metal body. Huzzah! Vespa. Yep. You make it to the top. The door opens and a gust of wind nearly blows you back down to the elevator shaft. But you see Aquila, a rather burly man, about six feet, carrying um, carrying a number of guns and one very large chainsaw blade attached to a sword handle. He looks at you through the dark, the dark goggles of his helmets, without a word, and he lets the sniper rifle he was holding drop to the ground. What do you do? You have the nerve to come here. I have the courage. You never came to face me. Courage for what? To finish you, what needs finishing. The only thing that needs finished is your life. You hear the faintest chuckle from underneath the mask. The voice sounds familiar, perhaps from your memory of the sacking of the towns you saw him perform. And he puts a hand on the uh, he puts a hand on the handle of his chainsaw sword, and he draws it. You tricked me, slave of my people. And they fetched a good price. So why why do this? Why come out this far? Because I finish my jobs. Uh, squints at him. You're a dead man. Always have been. He clicks uh, the hilt of his sword, and the blades of the chainsaw start running around the blade of the sword. She draws both pistols. All right. What's your notice? Uh, I use guns for that. Plus five. All right. You take the first move. <laughs> right. You quick draw. <laughs> you are going to shoot first. <laughs> All right. Yeah, she's going. She's going to. Uh, she's going to shoot him. All right. I got uh, plus four. Don't want right. an extra. 
Do you want an extra stress to hit? That's four. All right. He takes a little bit of damage. You uh, you pull your guns a bit faster than he expects, and before he can move to dodge properly, you put a slug crossing each of his shoulder bl- uh, each of his shoulders, and a bit of blood starts oozing out of the armor he's wearing. I see you picked up a new trick. Had to get something to survive out there. He says nothing and starts to rush at you with the chainsaw blade. Make me a defense. All right. Uh, that would be athletics, I assume. Yeah. yeah. Be athletics. Uh, plus two. All right. Take a hit to your. Do you have a fourth stress box? I do not. Okay. So I'd have to take a consequence. Uh, yes. Okay. He, he does four stress worth of uh, damage to you as he runs for you, sticks the sword past you, and spins backwards, raking it across your side. All right. I'll take a mild consequence. Okay. And I believe that'll still have you fill in one stress. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, is this is this is this a different scene from when she was climbing? Um, not a different scene from when she was climbing, but I will say it's a different scene from when you were hit with the first buffet of acid rain. Okay. So mild consequence reduces it by two, so you take a hit to your second box. Okay. All right. Uh, say mild consequence scuffed up. Sure. And he just starts circling. Like a hawk, you might say. You brought the rest of your legion here, didn't you? That's what the alert is down there. I wouldn't say the rest, but enough. There's a whole population of people. That's going to be damn glad when you and I are both dead. Then their satisfaction will take a little bit longer. Alright, Joel. Joel fire a shot. Yep, after yours and his turn, I'm going to cut back to the others. Make me a roll. Tell me about your attack. Matt. What's up? You said tell me about the attack. No, I'm talking to you. I'm saying after your turn and his turn, we're going to cut back. Oh, oh, okay, okay, sorry, sorry. No worries. Uh, yeah, yeah, she, uh, she, uh, tucks and rolls to, uh, to the, to the left to try and, uh, put some distance between them and, uh, pops up in a couple shots. All right, make me a roll. Oh, shit, you know what? What's that? I totally could have used a different role than uh, athletics. Okay. I could have used um, uh, rapport. Whoops. Oh, that's okay. We'll catch it next time. Okay. This this is one person who's only likely to be somewhat hesitant because of your reputation, if anyone is. Right. Uh, all right. I get uh, plus five with one extra stress. All right. Plus five. He moves into a lucky pose. He spins around and takes all of your shots to the back, but his back is incredibly well-armored with a heavy set of iron bird wings attached to the back of his, um, to the back of his breastplates. The uh, chainsaw blade echoes through the sky, even past the thunderclaps in the distance as he turns back around to face you. And he's going to run at you. Make me your favorite defense roll. All right. I'll use the rapport this time. Okay. Uh, plus three. Plus three. All oh, right. actually, no contact would be it. So plus four. It's a poor contacts. So plus All right. Four. He rushes forward at you, and you manage to cut an imposing enough figure that he doesn't... He's not afraid of you necessarily, 
but he's more cautious than he otherwise would be. He takes just too far of a of a he jumps away a little bit too early in his attack and he only glances the front of your chest take uh, one stress do you have anything to say to him before uh, we cut back uh she's just like she just says if you kill me well I guess it's not near at this point you're not gonna leave this place alive then I will die with satisfaction. So be it. All right. Back to you, Alex. You're in the control room. Yep. What do you do? Uh, uh, she is going to go to the machine where the tapes that control the robot's behavior is, and she is going to, as quickly as she can, swap out the whatever the current tape is for the bootleg tape, which causes them to defend the park and its inhabitants from invaders and not consider the people who currently live there invaders. Okay. The, uh, the original tape that you found in it? Uh, I believe, no, this is the bootleg one that, um, Carmichael made. Oh, right. Yes. This is, this is the the one that that was modified from the original one. Yes. The one that's modified from the original one that excludes the, the the people staying there from the robots because okay. that was sort of the problem with the original tape. Right. Okay. Do you do anything else while you're up there? Um. Is there any sort of idea roll? I'm not sure there is. I could could either be crafts or science if it's related to either of those things. Nah, it's more remembering the full amount of like options you have up here. Uh, how about this? Uh, I can roll investigate as Alex is going to look around and see what else she can do from here. Sure. Oh, that's, that's good. Uh, that will be a plus six. All right. Beneath the deck, beneath the desk, you find a small hatch that you can pull away. And there's a button beneath it. Is there any indication what this button does? Or does she remember what this button does if it came up before? Because out of character, I do not. Yeah. This button has never come up before. And it is unmarked for, a, for a, you presume, you know, intentionally. Do you press it? Mmm... And I suppose there's not not enough info in the area that she could even make a roll to try and determine what it does. Um, unless you spend a turn ripping apart the desk to see uh, where the wires go. You're so being... <laughs> well, Alex is not familiar enough with cartoons, ironically, to consider that st- there might be a thing as self-destruct buttons. <laughs> I mean, yeah. I mean, the DJ had one. Oh, yeah, he did. Except he, he wrote nope on his. Yeah, it yeah. Just says, his just was said very, no. <laughs> his, his was very clearly marked as a thing not to press. <laughs> Actually, well, that's not why he wrote that. Oh, he 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 wrote it because it was a button to deny invaders something. Oh, <laughs> right. <laughs> <laughs> nope, just nope. Fuck the uh, haters. Delete animes. Yeah, she'll press it. Fuck it. Okay, you press it. Several things happen. 
You know the 360-degree windows on this place? Yeah. They get slammed down with metal shutters on the inside. Huh. Lanso, Chris, every door in this hall slams down with a metal shutter, sealing all of you guys and the survivalist in. And then an alarm begins to sound, echoing oh. throughout Kismet Park. Oh. Lanzo, your turn. Um, I was just afraid to say the thing I was going to say. Oh, well. What were I'm you going to say? I'm busy stabbing men, so I'm going to stab more men. All right. Your man stabber. That's reasonable. Yeah, stab a man. That's okay. my, is that the Parker Brothers game? Yes, yeah, stab banner. Man stabber. Rated ages three well, and up. that's great. Um... Plus four, because I'm only allowed to get one positive roll per game. That's not true. I should roll okay usually. Just not this time. All right. Except for that one. You're having trouble fending off the uh, the Legion at the moment, especially because things are... You're a little bit... Your senses are a little bit messed up from the concussion of the frag grenade that just went off above your head. But you do manage to... Strike true on one person, the Legion member that was hit in the stomach with a shotgun slug, and you finish the process of his life ending. All right, comes back around to the Legionnaires. Both of you make me a defense roll. Okay. Yep, I was waiting for the shoe to fall on that one. Ooh. I got some health tracks left. Uh, did we recover from the... Ooh, did you say we boy. recovered from the acid rain? Uh, yeah, sure. Okay. Yeah, I got some health tracks left. Alright, Lanso, heartened by your, uh... your increasing knowledge of these barbarians' fighting technique, you manage to start knocking them away with your shield, sending them flying through the air, just for them to land on the ground and start running at you again. But you take no damage here. Chris, take a hit to your four. Ow. Okay. As um, finally your luck starts to run out and you try to shove forward out of the way of one machete and push yourself into another. (laughs) Okay. I'll take a minor consequence for that one. Okay. Uh, Let's see. Um, <laughs> Machete kills. I was going to go with just the tip, but that one works too. <laughs> just the tip is even better for a minor consequence. <laughs> it's infantile, but I love it. Yeah, machete kills it. Machete kills would be a major consequence. Yes. Or it would be a moderate right, consequence. So you... The major one would be Machete kills in space. <laughs> <laughs> All right, so you take a, a minor consequence and your second stress box. Because in this one, consequences only reduce the damage instead of completely avoiding them. Right, yeah. Well, I mean, that's normally how it works. Um, yeah. But back in Sphere of the Century, it was just like, I take a consequence, no damage. Okay. Yeah, that's. This is a better way for consequences than. Okay. Uh, yeah, he's having a bad day. Um, he's having a real bad day. Okay. Hmm. Uh, do, 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 do. I am going to spend this round to declare an aspect on my attackers. All right. Yeah, I was about to ask, can you express that uh, bad day in the form of a combat round? Yes. <laughs> um, yes, I can. And 
Hmm. Tell me what you are trying to declare. MacGyver? Uh, I wish I could. I have a, I, I don't have that because I, I never have enough <laughs> refresh to have it. That, that wasn't just a, that wasn't a call to action. It's just a nickname. Um, let's see. Uh, we're gonna go. I don't know. More simply on this one, he'll reach into his uh, he'll reach into his uh, his medicine bag and uh, pull out a flashbang, or a uh, or I don't know some kind of uh, seizure grenade, a thing he's whipped up okay. that he calls the Skrillex. <laughs> sure. All right. Roll me a crafts check. Okie doke. Against their... Mm, I'll roll a thing. Uh, and I'll go... I'll I'll spend a fate point to invoke Doctor of the Wastes as I'm exploiting a particular human vulnerability against, the spe- against a specific sequence of flashing lights to disorient them. Okay. Uh, that's good, because with, that with that I managed to roll plus five. Plus five. All right, just enough. Yeah, they uh, they receive the. Uh, so it's a sound wave thing. It's a sound wave thing, and also there's like a crazy laser show going on, and there's like a series of strobe lights that are strobing kind of out of sequence. Sure. It's a Skrillex concert in about five right, seconds, they, including the nausea. All right. They receive the aspects blinded by the light. Open parentheses, revved up like a deuce, another runner in the night. Close parentheses. <laughs> And that is a free invoke. Okay, is that a fragile aspect or? Um, or no, fragile aspects are called boosts, aren't they? Yeah, I think you actually have a full aspect here. Cool. All right, back up to you, Alex. Um, is there any sign of what the button did other than close all the shutters and start an alarm? Oh, I just realized something. Hey yeah. guys, I have sounded an alarm. I know. Yep. I realized that when an alarm was mentioned. I, I just realized the significance of that, though. I think Bancroft actually right. lives in the dungeon, too. <laughs> Release the Bancroft. In her defense, she didn't know that was going to happen. However, this turns out, and however, he may or may not be happy with that. In her defense, she just pushed a random button, but she didn't know what it did. It looked important, and things were important. She really thought it said Reagan. This looks like a button you press during important times. <laughs> I mean, it really did. Yeah. Do you have any more actions to do from the control center? Um. She is going to uh, attempt to radio for two uh, two pieces of backup around the p- park, uh, just in case. Uh, one is her her father. Okay. Uh, you know. Saying hey, who it, on the option he might already be in action anyway, since we are under attack and he is capable of realizing things. Mm-hmm. She's going to try and see if she can activate another piece of defense. Okay. I don't That's... believe I don't believe Ronald Reagan will approve of the of this invasion. Let's call that a crafts check. We're just going to hear him, like, yelling muffled things and uh, banging on the shutters. This this doesn't have to be a thing that comes up evidently. I just want it to to be a thing narratively. Uh, that's a plus seven for crafts. Plus seven. All right. You like have put last... out you've put out a uh, a message. <laughs> There's only one man who can save us now. 
Yeah, you don't you don't get a response, but you do know you put those things out. Clearly. <laughs> so Matt in the chat has said this campaign started with Reagan and it shall end with Reagan. Clearly, clearly we need to bring Reagan to the moon. I mean, space race. <laughs> we have to win the space race. <laughs> He may, he'll be the first president in space. <laughs> All right. Yep, you put those out. The effects are unknown as of yet. Cranking it back down to Lanso. What you up to? More like what chop to, because I'm a chopping the dude. All right, chop a dude. Got a Should fancy I way you're chop, chopping it? Yeah, if you like. That's up to you guys. And then yeah, use, sure, it with your, use it with your Ren Soul's power. Yes. Uh, I will do that. No. Um, let's see. Yeah, I'll, I'll toss another fate point in there. I want to kill these dudes quickly Jeez. before they kill us. So I will once again. And oh, we'll tell the cyberman. We'll, uh, I'll stick with entangled battle giants. That seems to make the most sense. Sure. And boop. Not too shabby. Uh, that is twelve plus eighty. What'd you do? Plus eighty. Yep. No, drop the zero. Oh, nice. Yeah. Uh, you rush forward, and in the midst of everyone being confused by the uh, laser light show, oh, wait. That... I shit. Shit. I shouldn't have spent the fate point because I got the free invoke and everything. I'm sorry. I'm I'm sleepy. If you spent the fate point, uh, you, you uh, get the benefits of both if you like. It, I mean, it'd be plus ten. Since I already said I spent the fate point. I no, if you're, t- if you're tired and you forgot about the free invoke, you can absolutely take back the fate point if you like. I think I'll do that. Okay. So, uh, just the plus eight then? Yeah. J- yes, just plus eight. Yeah. <laughs> I'm sorry, but when you say plus ten, I get a little bit excited. Alright, you run up, you take your pommel across the, uh, the blade hands of two of the Romans. They put their hands back in confusion, both from uh, the fact that this robot has just beat attacked them and the fact that the other one put on a laser light show. And in one fluid motion, you take your sword back across the throats of both of them, sending them to the ground. Eight legionnaires remain. And it's at this point that you both hear a terrible clanging from the, uh, from the dungeon door. It was sealed a moment ago. Now there's a pickaxe through the uh, door lock of it, and a ghoul is standing in the doorway. Gonna hop on back to Vespa. <laughs> she, uh, at that point, is kind of a, just a standing with one arm dangling. Panting. He holds his, uh, he holds his chainsaw sword towards you. The rain is almost deafening, and you're pretty sure you're not going to have a great time in the week to follow with the rain getting in your wounds like that. She's pretty sure she ain't going to survive this. What are you talking about? Well, sure. Either way, it's not going to be a great week. It's your turn. Uh, Vespa is going to... Uh, she'll, yeah, she'll, she'll take it on a couple shots. All right, roll it. I'll, I'll save a uh, dramatic line. For the inevitability here. Oh, that was plus three. Plus three, you say? Yeah. All right. You take a little bit of damage shaving off of him. 
he uh, rolled particularly poorly on his defense this time. He uh, steps back, but he doesn't step to the left or right quite enough to avoid the shots as they glance pl- they glance past either side of his abdomen. You hear the sound of uh, metal piercing flesh. Well, metal piercing metal piercing flesh. And blood rushes down the sides of his armor. You hear him grunt from under his mask. If all else fails, the infections will get you first. I'll find a battle before that happens. I take it he's going to stab her. Uh, yeah, he rushes forth at you. All right. Athletics, uh, plus one. Plus one. Ooh. Uh, can you still use your report? Uh, I could use contacts. Or contacts? Uh, I can only do it, uh, I can only do it until I've taken damage. Oh, right. <laughs> sure. Okay, so plus one, you say? Yeah. All right, he runs up to you, and with a somewhat sluggish maneuver spins the chainsaw sword behind him and brings it down onto your shoulder. Blood starts oozing from the wound as uh, as the blades scrape down your shoulder. You're pretty sure it's hitting bone. Um, take a hit to your six. All right. I'll have to take a moderate consequence, and that will actually take me out. Will it? Really, it will it. Yeah. Uh, so, so, let's see. Like, are you... Are you choosing to be taken out? Because there's a severe consequence. No, she doesn't have any left. She still has broken ribs from, from way back when. Oh, oh right. right. Yeah. <clears throat> yeah, she's in bad shape. Uh, uh, say cut up as the moderate consequence. Uh, sure thing. Well, uh, one sec here. Oh, give me a second, Zach. Give me a second. Sure. Um... So, uh, she, she gets hit and goes down, uh, and probably like falls at her, falls at both knees, dropping, dropping her guns. We'll go on the radio and just say, eh, Chris, it's Vespa. Don't know if you can say much right now, but I'm sorry. I won't be going to the moon with you. All right, Aquila, do what you're going to do. He grasps the top of his helmet by one of the wings, realizing you're in no shape to really shoot him. And he pulls the helmet off of his shoulders and tosses it to the ground, leaving behind a smile that you haven't, you've only seen for the first time earlier today. I'm going to do a brief cutaway. Okay. Chris, the survivalist runs behind you while the others are dealing with Bancroft and pulls you by the scruff of your neck back away towards him. All right. Chris, we've got a problem. We got a bunch. Be, be specific. He flicks open his his uh, electronic compass and it's spinning. What, what does that mean? I'm here. Uh, I think I know where you might be. Tell me. He kind of points to the elevator shaft. Uh, it said it said uh, the direction on the note said up. He nods and starts sprinting for the elevator shaft. Now I'm going to ask you this, DM to player Nate. All if right. You, I, we have an answer. I can type it to you here. What's up? How do you want this to end? Will you feel cheated, perhaps, if Vespa lives through this? It's actually a really good question. 
Um, because I've been very vague on the time scale of the battle below you. Right. I will say, if you survive this, this battle will not be ended for you. It will not be ended for me? What do you mean? It's not just going to be like, oh, deus ex machina, you're saved at the last moment. This is still your battle to fight. Okay. Hmm. Shit, okay. This is a tough question. Um, I would not be... How about this? Sure. I'll pitch this one to you. Uh, If she... If he goes to, uh... Bring the, uh... Bring the the sword up to bear, uh... And she tackles into him and rushes them both off the roof. Hmm. Well, then the question comes again. Will you feel cheated if Vespa lives through this? I'll feel cheated if it's a miraculous survival. If it's like, uh... Oh... You're, you're not broken everywhere or comatose or etc. If, right. she, if, if she comes out of this next to unscathed. Sure. You're already not next to unscathed. So severe consequences, moderate consequences, mild consequences can be gotten rid of, I mean. Right. Maimed. Okay. I think I can make this happen. Okay. All right. It's at this moment that you recognize the face of the man standing above you. Everyone in here probably realized already, and for those who haven't, I'm mostly saying this for the audience. You see the face of the survivalist standing above you as he brings his chainsaw sword above you. Your action? She'll uh, spit uh, and uh, let out a battle cry. Just like the 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 the, uh, the 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 roar of all the collective anguish that she can that that, that she can uh, voice, and uh, will force herself up, tackle into his, his midsection, and uh, try to shove them both off the roof. All right, roll me an athletics test and then a physique test. Athletics and physique. Yes. Okay. The first one to uh, see how far you push him. The second to see how well you deal with the results. Uh, I'll spend a fate point on the athletics. Okay. Uh, and it occurs to you as you push him that if he lives and the other survivalists don't, this man's going to clone himself. Yeah, he needs to die. He needs to go. Yeah, uh, I'll, um, I'll throw a, a, I'll, uh, I'll, I'll tag Wasteland Bettering. Okay. Is that your last fate point? Yeah. Okay. Uh, I only I only actually have, ever have one fate point. Actually, you've been doing shit tons of dramatic stuff this session. Take a second one. Okay. Uh, which you can either use to use on the physique roll or to re-roll the athletics if you fail it. <laughs> all right. Uh, well, this one's for the physique. I got I got uh, I got some plus two physique. Okay. And I'll spend one for the athletics as well, which is okay. a plus zero. All right. Just as you're running at him, you aren't exactly sure what happens. You've sort of got tunnel vision on him. He looks off to the right for a moment, then back at you, and he grabs the back of your coat, but you manage to lift him just off of his feet 
just enough to make him lose purchase and slip over the narrow precipice behind him. And as he clutches you, you go with him. First, the two of you tumble. You tumble onto the roof of the control tower, the now metal-lined roof of it, and you impact hard, all of the breath coming out of your, out of your lungs, nearly breaking your, your remaining unbroken ribs. And the two of you continue to roll and slide in the rain, and the two of you start going down to the ground level express route. And you are unconscious. Your condition is unknown. I'm going to cut away for from until uh, the other ones handle what they've got going on. It shouldn't be long now. All right. I have, I have a feeling I know what caused him to look to the right. Yep. Lanso, Chris, mm-hmm. Bancroft comes rushing into the room, picks up a machete, and puts it through the back of one of the Legionnaires' necks. There's seven left. All of you make uh, defense rolls as it comes back around to Legion turn. Okay. Okay, sure. Why not? Uh, they're distracted, apparently. I'm gonna spend one of them fate points to re-roll that, because that was minus three. Ew. Wow. Yeah, minus three and minus fours are the one that really could use a re-roll. <laughs> Yeah. You're not going to roll okay. much worse. Um, much better. All right. The two of you come out completely unharmed. These finely trained troops, well, these finely trained troops are starting to get a little bit scattered. And they begin to break off, and they start running towards the front door. Which is locked. <laughs> trying to slice at you as they go, but you're completely missed. Yeah. Chris, it's your turn. The Legionnaires are banging on the metal-coated front door. Hmm. Um. What is it to what is it to uh, try and intimidate? Actually, it's intimidate, isn't it? Oh, no, wait. There's no intimidate. There's no intimidate skill. Uh, I think there's some equivalent. Doesn't Lancer have something like that? Like what now? Intimidate, intimidate check. Oh yeah. Is uh, it an actual I mean, skill? It's provoke. Provoke. That's the one. Ah, oh, shit. I don't have that. Or I have that at plus zero. Um. Hmm. Honestly, you should tell him to stand down. Yeah, that's what I was gonna try and do. But that would them. be that would be a wouldn't that be a provoke? Probably. Well, if you're trying to convince them out of the good of your heart to stop to get them to stop, like stop resisting, or Bancroft will kill you. That could be a report, for example. Sure. Uh, sure. What, what do you say to them? Yeah. Uh, drop, uh, drop your weapons. Cease resistance, and no more of you shall come to harm. Get down okay. on the ground and put your hands on your head. Make me a roll against their will. Okie doke. I'm gonna use a uh, Doctor of the Wastes to not, because I could have just shot one of them in the back. <laughs> Again. Uh, fuck. Okay, well, that's a plus two. <laughs> I spent my fate points to get a plus two on that roll, and then I rolled a minus two. <laughs> so, there we go. I got a two. Alright. It's actually good enough. You get a bonus from the situation. That's fair. 
and they throw down their weapons, Bancroft just stands up and stops moving. He's like the predator. Yeah, all of the uh, all of the legionnaires put their hands up. You can see fear in their eyes, though. Not of you, and not of Bancroft, not of Lanso. Huh. Then we hear a wet thud. Yeah, it's, it's, now that I'm going to pop on over to Alex. Yep. A, a second ago, well, by the way, I will tell you, Alex, the main reason that you couldn't be up there is because the uh, the gates were the, the gates were covered in metal. Oh, she would have had to climb up there? If you wanted to get up there, yeah. Oh, okay. See, I, I thought there was like an inner ladder that was covering it, but that co- closed that too. Yeah, just the door out of this room is covered in metal now. Oh, so she's trapped in here? As soon as you turn off the alarm, the stuff will, will uh, go away. But yeah, Chris gets Vespa's message. Just as, uh, and moments later, Alex, you see two bodies pass by the cameras on the on the outside of the park. No, 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 no. She's going to start looking around to see what else she can control from here. I assume that, or is this before or after they've thudded into the shutter? Uh, oh. Yeah, you, you do hear the thump on, on top of the shutter, and that's probably what gets you to check the cameras. Oh, yeah, um, they fly down to the ground level. Is there anything she can do? You can go down there and check things out. Or I suppose you could open the shutters and see what the actual situation outside is. Well, I think she has to open the shutters to get out of the room anyway. Yeah. Yeah, she'll hit the button again and hope that does it. Yeah, you hit the button again, the the alarm stops, and the shutters pull away. She will running grab her pack, sling it over her shoulder, and slide down the ladder. Uh, Give me a notice check first. Okay. Uh, plus five. Plus five. All right, I'll use that for later. So you recognize a little bit on the way down, but I'll tell you all what you notice. So uh, you can all figure it out at the same time. Guys, the doors, da- the metal shutters downstairs pop open. And Alex, as you're going down the ladder, you see the survivalist climbing down from above you. Make way! Oh, I wait, climb wait, fast. Oh. Climb faster than me. <laughs> Oh wait, he's cl- he's, he's climbing coming down from above. Her? Yeah, he's a few floors higher than you. Oh, never mind. He, she doesn't yell "make way." Then <laughs> she's just going to drop and. Yeah, you guys managed to uh, make it down to the ground level. Yeah, she just. I'm going to say she hilariously ignores the entire situation on the ground level and runs outside. Okay. Like she might notice it, but it's there's very little she's likely to see that's going to stop her. Yeah. And everything down there's really paused, so I just like the imagery of her running through and everybody being like, "What?" All right. Do you other guy? Do you do you other guys follow? Uh, do like Chris got the message, and then I guess he gets the message and he sees Alex running out, yeah. and I don't know, hands the shotgun to one of the to one of the peasants, saying, "Did use your salt magic? Keep them in line," and runs out after her. Clutching okay. his machete wound. So, Alex, you quickly learn that you have helped the situation. As all of you rush out, 
you see a large circle of legionnaires, about 20 of them, dead on the ground, surrounded themselves by, um, by Clint Rain, by a number of park robots, by Robo Reagan, who's <laughs> off mumbling something about walls, <laughs> and Sting, who is for once respectfully silent. And in the middle of them all, you see Vespa and Aquila, covered in blood, bent, broken. Um, the rain is starting. The rain is starting to drive away, but it's still sprinkling down on all of you. Chris will rush over and, you know, check for vital signs. All right, give me a medicine check that will represent your next twenty-four hours of work. Okay, this is of course the time that Chris runs out of fate points. Can I give you a fate point? I got a plus four. I've been pretty stingy with the fate points. I'll say you can get a plus two from using a fate point that I failed to give you at some point. Okay, then that makes it a plus six. Plus six. Which is enough to undo, like, a severe consequence. Right. So I'm going to fast forward. 24 hours. Vespa... Your eyes open, and you're in more pain than you've ever been in your life. This is hell, isn't it? Yeah. Yep, I guess it could get worse. She shuts her eyes. Chris, you're there. Uh, yeah, he's probably, like, in and out as well, um... Hey, wait, did you just say something? Shit. What's that? Wait, yeah, yeah. No, you did say something, didn't you? She, uh, just kind of barely opens her eyes, turns her head a little to look at him. <sighs> okay, I wasn't sure. I guess, but I guess, uh... Death dreams come about as the most pleasant I could ask for. Yeah, you were you you were doing pretty rough. Uh to to say you're you were let's just say we're uh you're 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 alive. You're alive. Let's let's leave it at that. Am I? Or we're all dead. I'm not sure. My people go another day uh, disappointed then. Disappointed of what? Is Aquila dead? Uh, I don't know. Uh, just for your information, Chris, since you would know this, the survivalist, regardless of whether Aquila was dead or not, you didn't get a chance, shot him in the head yeah. while you were seeing to Vespa. Yeah, the survivalist finished the job. Vespa, you are covered in fiberglass and splints and surgery scars, and you feel a bit you, you you feel as though parts of you have been almost replaced, like things have been slid in in place of your bro in place of some of your bones. Chris, that's what happened. Yeah. Yeah. No, it's. 
It's a it's it's a miracle you're alive right now. There were a couple of times there where I was really I really didn't know. Well that's your bother. Why'd I bother? Aquila and I If there wasn't anything I could I mean there's nothing I could do for Aquila, you know, and oh. also hmm? Aquila and I were Two demons did horrible things. When I, I think... saw it, when I saw that his seal, I knew I wasn't supposed to live through this. And neither was he. Well, think about it like this. Maybe the lady in black didn't live through it. She looks at him while well, well, she's looking at him. Probably the first time he's ever seen her tear up. I mean, you're you're mostly a new person anyway. Speaking as literally as I can, this is a this is a point to move on. Guess it's deserved. Thanks. I mean it. Thank you. It's the least I can do. It's probably like not off at that point. Yeah. <laughs> and Chris is just. I don't know. Chris is still there because, or swapping out with some of the nurses or other uh, follower medics they have, but staying there as often as he can. What uh, what what's what's been done with her? Well, you've had a number of your uh, longer bones covered in uh, in metal prosthetics. Just you know, well, actually, Alex made most of them, hammered them out of scrap metal, which is quite impressive. Your bones have been braced on the inside by metal, and you're wearing a number of outside splints and casts. Mechanically, you have no consequences left. They're gone. You have your your stress boxes. Oh, I can't take consequences ever again? No. Okay. So I can only have stress boxes? Yep. Alright, so I'll just delete the uh, consequences then. Uh, Well... Uh, composure, like probably physical consequences. Uh, unless, yeah. unless stress consequences you, will you, break her just as yeah. well. Now you 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 you've accomplished your mission. You still got your you still got your composure stress boxes and consequences. Okay. You're still able to move around, do all the stuff you normally would do, but it's very painful, and you don't feel as resilient as you used to. Yeah, we're gonna t- we're gonna take this real slow. She probably spends several days just practicing walking. Yeah, you, do, you guys do have a bit of downtime, and as you try to staple things back together, that's where I'm going to end the session. Okay. All right. And just to uh, terrify the people, and this and this actually works on several levels. I'm going to call this session. Goodbye, old friend. I thought you were just going to call it Vespa Dies. No, that's too easy. It's... Didn't we already do that with Scott? Uh, that was the one where everyone dies. Yeah. Scott dies in this one. I also put in a tag on that one that says everybody dies. That was real good, James. Thank you. You have fun? Yeah, I did. Everything um, resolved to your liking? Yeah, it did. Yeah, it did. Um, 
think I have a good idea of what she what what she'll want to do to, to uh what 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 she'll want to do to shore up things before she leaves the planet though. All right. Probably try to find as many survivors of of uh Lake Havashu as she can and, and free them. Makes sense. All right. And everyone else, did you have fun? Yes. Yeah, it was a good time. <laughs> I liked okay. that. I, I liked that combat encounter. Um. That was crazy, and we almost died. <laughs> yeah, anyone have any questions, comments, complaints? Good, good thing I hit the literal panic button. <laughs> uh, no. I mean, I wanted to do more, but it was Nate's session, so. Yeah, you got, yeah, it was, it, you got the thing last game. You did yep. do some very influential things. You brought yes. back Reagan. Right. Chris would have had to roll a much stronger medicine check if you hadn't stopped the Legion from closing in on them. Ooh, yeah. Ooh. Ooh, jeez. Ooh, jeez. Would that even be a medicine check? Would it not just be, she's dead? Well, I didn't decide uh, there the were like 20 of what dudes. would happen. Yeah, I didn't decide the effects of what would happen until I'd already realized the Legion were dead. So I'll, I, will, I will say, I do not know what would have happened. <laughs> I... I, I I, I, I can tell you what would have happened. So, remember what happened when Alex's vault got threatened? <laughs> Great, you're going to bring back the bomb and blow everyone up. Great. <laughs> yeah, yeah, that was probably what was going to happen. I mean, granted, she probably would have been dead at that point. So it would have been a, been, a, been a moot point of revenge. <laughs> yeah, yeah, it probably would have. Revenge is either uh... <laughs> ever moot or always moot, depending on who you ask. All right, that has been... Um... Two of four personal sessions. Yeah. For now, then, I'm going to call an end to this session. Good night, Internet. Good Good night. night, Internet. Good night.